Hello, and welcome back to Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we provide unasked for audio commentary tracks to Star Trek Next Generation episodes live. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Aaron. Win. And I'm A. And here we are again. It's been a week. Mm-hmm. How's everybody feeling? <sighs> Hype. Like, not a okay. minute has passed. I'm pretty drunk right now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Deep. Wow. Wow, Sean. What? You slipped by us. Yeah. It's a rare early afternoon recording session <laughs> for us. Uh, you know, that's done. the best time to drink, isn't it? We haven't done a yeah. daytime uh, recording in a while. It's been it's a true. long time. Yeah, I've got the shades open and daylight streaming in. Strange. Mm-hmm. We're watching season two, episode eight of Star Trek The Next Generation, A Matter of Honor. Sean, let's go. I got 45 minutes and 39 seconds on the clock, and I'm punching the triangle in three, huh. two, one, punch. Damn, that's tight. Hi, Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> God Even damn, when we just did, I good still it. This is a good one, yeah. If I'm remembering right, right. Klingons. This is the one where Riker goes on the other on the on the Klingon ship. Yep, this is yeah. that one. This is a good oh, episode. Great. I don't know, guys. I know, like we watched the episode, uh, the last episode last week, but I feel like that last episode just looked older. You know, like like uh, this footage okay. just. Yeah, it feels more well, this old. This one's going to be a lot more honorable. <laughs> Yes. There is a lot more honor in this episode, for sure. Dripping with honor. <laughs> it's called A Matter of Honor. <laughs> it's right there in the title. This is when they really start to delve into the the Klingon honor system of their race. Yeah. Okay. So they've done a little bit. They did. They We've had the one episode where they took the two Klingons on board. Yep. That was sort yeah. of the first of the war of the Worf Klingon sort of storyline yeah this is the second one of that yes i think so well Look, there's one of those really... guys there's yep. one of those guys the nose breather thing <laughs> yep. he's got the um. harmonica bong oh <laughs> yeah we've seen him before it's yeah. a different guy <laughs> but it's the same race yeah. it's the same actor them apart, Sean. same actor but it's different different character it's yeah. the same actor it's the same actor Wow. That's yeah. funny. And even Wesley gets them mixed up. The same guy. And and his mouthpiece thing like smokes or something. Yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't there vapor coming from it? The harmonica bond. Yeah. Yep. Oh, because he thinks it's his at first he thinks it's his friend from the last episode. But it's not the friend. Yeah. The he thinks episode. it's Mordock, but it's not Mordock. Mordock. <laughs> his name is Menden. <laughs> Oh my God! These aliens, John. Do you did you do you know what these aliens are called? I, I do. I do. They're Benzites. called Benzites. Oh, Benzites. No. That's right, Benz- right? Oh. Wow. Right. They're from Benzar. Boom. Why aren't they Benzar Benzarites? Benzarines. Hmm. I don't know. Does any of that sound better than Benzite? Yeah, I think so. Benzarines. Benzarines. That's cool. Oh, oh wow. I I used to love Benzerine back in the day. You know? Yeah, he was a re- he's, a, he's an old hoofer. Yeah. He was a triple threat. You know, he could do it all. Shaggy back. Benzerine. He was in the original Broadway production. 
Didn't he play? Uh, wasn't he on Silver Spoons? Why are they playing laser tag? Yeah, <laughs> they're they have to work on their tactical combat skills. It's a little training exercise. Yeah. I think. It's like they're playing Halo. Not sure together. why he has his hand in that position. <laughs> karate chop, dude. Picard is ready. That's yeah. like martial arts that training. Swivel. He's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's can right. chat and. Exactly. <laughs> He's sort of in a half dab mode right there. Yep. Chat and splat. <laughs> there's there's no like sight on the phaser, so you have to have some reference to aim. Like, uh, got it. Yeah, that's true, ben, right? Ben Vereen played Will Smith's father, biological father, in the in an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, biological. <laughs> Because, you know, his whole backstory was that he didn't, he had never met his dad or something uh-huh. like that, or his dad had abandoned them, which is why he was living with the uncle, with the relatives in the first yeah, place. Yeah, mom sent him to live with. Well, yeah, because he got into trouble and his mom got scared. <laughs> that you're moving <laughs> with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Uh, wait, who is Ben Vereen? <laughs> <laughs> he's where that guy's planet. That's the planet he's from. He's ben Vereen. Ben Vereen. Damn it, guys. We're watching like season that. two, episode eight, <laughs> A Matter of Honor. Under an officer's exchange program, Riker serves aboard a Klingon ship whose aging captain seeks an unwarranted bloody retaliation for suspected enterprise treachery. Aaron, what do you think the IMDb rating of this episode is? Well, you guys threw down a few blues clues that it's a good episode. So it's a good I'm episode. Gonna... Say a 7.4. Okay. I'm going to say a 7.7. Seven, seven. I'm going to say 7.3, and I hope I hope it at least gets that. I think that this episode is good, but, I'm think, but I think that maybe the internet doesn't agree. So I'm going to say 6.9. Then win? 7.8. 8.1. Yeah. Yeah. I feel properly rated. That's um, about right. Yeah. Good job, Internet. You got one. Yeah. Yay. I'm going to go on and rank it as zero. <laughs> Just to drag down the, the numbers. The most unnatural number. I'll be like, Dr. Pulaski's not in this one enough. <laughs> there are probably some Pulaski stands out there. Oh, I'm sure there are Pulaski yeah. fans. I now I, I want I want Pulaski rule thirty-four. Who 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 do they got Pulaski with out there? I am curious. Everybody. Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I suppose. Like she she might make a really good dominatrix or a good sort of um yeah. I don't know. Sure. Maybe. I mean, there's tension between her and Picard, so you've got to do that, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Will they or won't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah. clowns. Send in the clowns. Send in the clowns. I love how, like, Worf is, like, totally not helpful with Riker being like, so tell me what I should expect. And he's just like, well, good and not good, and you can expect anything and everything he's just very vague well it's because he doesn't know because he didn't grow up with klingons he grew up raised by humans so he doesn't doesn't actually know what it's like on a klingon ship because he's never been on one wow that guy's hideous (laughs) (laughs) 
He's also very thirsty to impress. He is that. To his own detriment. Oh, he took a big puff there. <laughs> Still smoking. Oh, is this the gentleman that plays with Smith's dad? Yes, yeah. that's Ben Zareen. Yes, there's <laughs> Ben Zareen. <laughs> it's got a similar look. I, 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 he, yeah. could, he could play Will Smith's dad. I, I, I'd buy that. The right vintage and yeah, vintage. Yeah, you know, he's got to be old enough and look similar. Sure. He's got the same build and the same floral bouquet. Um, <laughs> guys, I'm looking up Pulaski Rule Thirty Four, and I don't. I'm not liking the results. Maybe I'm not searching the right thing. I'm looking for more like, um, like. Uh, Fanfic? Maybe, yeah, maybe I need to look fan. I know what you're looking for, man. Yeah, okay. I don't know what's going on right now. (laughs) 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 Yes. That's what Min's looking for. Yeah. The ding dong. The ding ding dong. Not as. Don't play too much or we're going to get sued. Yeah. That was the end of it. Yeah, I didn't know things, how. I didn't know how long. Down guys are litigious. They <laughs> <laughs> They just let whatever they go go. They're good. Mm-hmm. No, They're all they into the fair to, use. You don't want to get on the wrong side of those guys. <laughs> we got to protect that ding ding dong. Mm. I do protect my ding ding dong. <laughs> oh my oh lord! What's happening here? That's a lot of tentacles. This just reminds on, me. I do have a recommendation. I watched this great movie called. My Octopus Teacher. Have you seen that on Netflix? No. no. It's is it Japanese? What's documentary about this guy who gets to know an octopus, and they're incredibly. I will never eat an octopus again. They are like so brilliant. I have, I have heard about that. It it shows you how intelligent octopus are. There's. It's an incredibly moving film. Actually, it's one of my favorite things I've seen in a really long time. <sighs> I, I want to say that could change the world, but I also know that there are people out there who will watch something like that and go out and then intentionally kill 12 octopus and yeah. be like, ah. that they're going to take over the world. No, just just to be like, ah, I'm going to show all of the vegetarians out there. I'll, I'll kill extra just for you guys. They only live to about a year normally if they really? live out the cycle. Yeah. Wow, that's not they very long. The females because they, I didn't, or it reminded me that they they sort of give their body away through the reproduction process. It's sort of this natural sort of the babies then sort of suck the life out of the mom and then she w- withers away through that cycle. She, she's lucky enough not to be eaten by a shark before that. Is this a I don't know call how long for dudes help, live. Aaron? Are you all right? <laughs> it was a really, really beautiful film and I highly recommend it. I don't want to spoil too much of it because it's really interesting what What's it called the octopus teacher my octopus my teacher, octopus teacher. Mm-hmm. all right it's on if you if you look for octopus on um netflix you should find it which i do often <laughs> yes it's typically the first thing i search yeah. for when i on netflix well there are really intelligent hey, now, I, i'm saying if you want to watch something really really good and interesting and appropriate for any age group really watch that I cried. Play you know, game. I thought that searching for Dr. Pulaski cosplay would get me more, like, images. Like, there aren't really any. Mm. 
No, I was looking for cosplayers because you said I wonder if people dress up as Dr. Pulaski. <laughs> well, that's uh, maybe that's an untapped uh, oil well right there. I think we should all dress up as Dr. Pulaski when we go to Star Trek Las Vegas. How, that's a lot of wigs right there. <laughs> wigs are expensive. I mean, we're going to have to really start uh, yeah, getting more on the Patreon. So that guy, the outfit he's wearing is the same outfit that Christopher Lloyd wears in oh. Star Trek Three. Hmm. I thought I recognized it. I, I would be, like, proud to wear that. <laughs> Scary, right? Dishman here. What was the impetus uh, of that sound effect? It mm. just said drama, so I wanted to know what it sound it made. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it did sound dramatic. <laughs> that was my feeling. One. That was the feeling I was getting off a of wharf in the Benzite. <laughs> yeah. There was some heavy sexual tension going on there. Hmm. Well, it it does. I would read like that guy would be good. I bet yeah. if the harmonica bong plays music, it would make play that song all the time. <laughs> it's like just ben, Benzite weed and sexy sax all day. <laughs> but in a harmonica format, I would hope. Um, but I bet that guy would really go downtown on you and he would like it would it would you would be clean afterwards like an aquarium just <laughs> tank just <laughs> slick <laughs> right you've seen you guys have seen the what are those the the seersuckers the uh yeah. what are those catfish yeah um what are they called oh, the bottom uh, feeders uh, yeah the bottom feeders yeah Plug, plug, mud, mud suckers. They have uh, another name too. Pleosaurs. Um, uh, what is you it? Keep saying things that's like throwing my brain off, but I'll think of it. <laughs> lampreys. No, they're not lampreys. Oh, they lampreys do, lampreys do suck. Oh, yeah, lampreys do the sucking thing. Yeah, they do. They do. They got some scary teeth as well. They I, I don't want their uh, guts out. That that Ooh. was a real problem in the Great Lakes for a while. They were there getting. You go. Bottom feeders. I think bottom feeders is someone a dressed as a Benzite. Oh. Wow, that's commitment right there. Now the question is whether or not smoke comes out of the harmonica of that mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're not committed to doing that, I don't see the point. Uh, the the thing is, he's got a blue Benzite mask on, but he didn't really do blue face paint underneath. <laughs> yeah, what I like about it is it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's got a beard underneath that mask. Like. Oh, that's great. But the device is really well done. I'm impressed with the device. There were better, there were better mm. examples. I just picked that one because I thought it was funny. Mm. Of Benzite, Benzite cosplayers. He's like, took a day off from being in the Blue Man group. I was like, I can't stand myself. Uh, here's a good, uh, I got a good one. This is not a Benzite, but this is just a really funny, uh, very cute um, <laughs> Star Trek cosplay. Aaron, you'll remember that we once saw a movie about how the Star Trek gang had to save the whales. Yes. Remember that one? I remember some whales. 
So there's somebody <laughs> dressed okay. up. One person is dressed as a whale, uh, and the other person oh, the is device. dressed as the, as the probe that came yeah. to Earth to talk to the whales. Oh, yeah. And look, she, the whale has Spock Nimoy talking to her, doing a mind meld to him on the side of his head. That's a good detail. That's a good detail. I she thought that's that. a really funny, like that's a really funny outfit. Those two came up. That was really cute. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. the she's the giant inanimate carbon rod with with the yeah. probe dongle. And he's nice <laughs> if I saw them, I'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah, she's the circle tube that you guys um, endlessly you mocked. You did see that movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the whale part would be the only part. I'd be like, yeah, something about whales. But all the other stuff would have just been like, cool. Just would have gone right by you, huh? <laughs> no. I would love to take you. We got to go to a convention one of these days when they, yeah. re when they start doing them again. Because yeah. I think walking around with you specifically... Yeah. <laughs> and just and just recording your reactions is just gonna be a comedy gold. Like, mm -hmm. right. agreed. Something to look forward to. Yeah. It looks like they filmed this. They shot this on the movie set. Like it. Yeah. It, it looks like exactly like from the movie. I. They probably used the same set. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They moved to the Star Trek convention again. By the way, it was supposed to be. Yeah. It was in August. It was supposed to be in August, and then they moved it to December. But every yeah. everyone was like, "December no is way. not going to happen." Like, yeah. yeah, maybe oh. next December. Now they finally they moved it again to sometime. Uh, yeah. One day, I'm I'm telling you, with all of this being cooped up and more isolated and socially distant, well, when people do get a chance to get together again, I'm I, I could be orgies, guys. <laughs> right? We could own. Just like when it is, whenever that, whatever that means, like. What do you mean, whatever that means? It means. Well, you, when are they going to say the pandemic's over? Like, I don't know what that, oh, what all that sure. has yeah. to, what all the boxes need to be checked for that yeah. to be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before That's true. times. But like, are you, I'm just, sorry, not using my words well, but just sort of like. You're overwhelmed. How are you going to act when it's like, you think you're going to be like orgy time? Or do you think you're going to be like, oh, it's hard for me to be in a movie theater right now. Like, it's going to be a relearning to. Well, I think for people like us, oldies, you know, we'll be more gentle with it. But, uh, you know, like kids, they're, they're yeah, going to be. Yeah, it's a tough time to be up. a 20 year old. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Right. Yeah. So. Good point. Yeah, there's a lot of DBS going around. You mean we're not the like primary orgies? <laughs> well, we, we maybe, uh, but uh, we would be more um, uh, reasonable about it. Fair around more not so reckless. Yeah, I don't know. No, we'll we'll just have or we'll just have orgies within our our our, our <laughs> social pots. Our current, you know, bubbles that we live in. No. no. We've no. <laughs> no, Matt is like, no, like, no I'm gonna thanks. put a stop to it right there. No. Like, you guys I'm keep good. talking about this. Is not the first time the subject of <laughs> us specifically having an orgy oh, has up group on sex. the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I just Maybe think not. like an orgy That's is not better. what I was referring to, but okay, you want to read into things. Fine. Well, what other social pods do you have or social groups, Sean? Are you like are you talking about <laughs> this? Mom. <laughs> well, he has that parent group. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The swingers. 
They already had our orgy. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, Virtual. Got me thinking when it's time to like be out in the yeah. world again. That's even going to look like. Yeah. It will feel strange, the for sure, at the begin in the beginning. Yeah, I was. I went, I went to get food at a at a place, and they had like totally expanded out their outside seating. So yeah. They built an entire fence around it so that they could put more seats outside. Uh, yeah. And then I was driving down the street, and where there was like just a row of restaurants, they basically blocked off the entire parking area. Yeah, they the kind street. of moved that into sort of like a front cafe area, Outside. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the entire street it's had like, no street parking mm-hmm. because yeah. it was all restaurant <laughs> tables now. Cafe. It makes it feel more more uh, uh, street fair like festival. Mm-hmm. More I, I, yeah, I like it. I, I sort of like that aspect of things. I, I know too crowded though. I wouldn't want to do it honestly. I'm not ready for it. Sure. Outdoor dining. No, I have no desire. Yeah, um, uh, Aaron, you are going to be like in the bunker just uh, <laughs> five years after things are over. Like they've been broadcasting its safe messages for like six months. You'll know when the pandemic's over when you're comfortable enough to <laughs> let right. us come back and record yes. at your house. Yeah. When, when we know the pandemic is over. <laughs> and five years from now, when everything is really back to normal and Aaron and Philippe are like, I don't know. I, uh, They're like the albinos by the then. The virus has been completely eradicated. There's no... <laughs> there's a chance you guys might still be... Tucked away. Mm-hmm. Can we just do one more session online? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it might just be because we don't want to see. <laughs> I, I, do th- I do really think that um, uh, after we go back to normal, if. Whatever that, that means. I just yeah, don't know that means. it's going to be what it was before. If there's just going to be more mask usage and things like that that just become. Yeah. You might just be like, well, hey, there's other diseases out there. Why don't you guys mm-hmm. just sit, yeah, stay away right. for a while longer? But I think there's going to be a, a sort of a growing movement of people who are more interested in being isolated or being, you know, sort of like embracing the social distance, embracing maybe independence and and trying to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, be... people might still have to work from home if they can mm-hmm. pull it off. Mm-hmm. Some people might. <laughs> so shall we talk about what's happening on yeah. Star Trek right now? Yeah, sure. This is gross. Go on. <laughs> So, Dave, <laughs> Picard, Riker is doing some sort of like officer exchange. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Riker's getting some looks from the Klingon ladies. Yeah. Oh, that was a lady. Yep. I thought they were like saying, you know, ten percent of Klingons. No, that's a lady. <laughs> Go on, Matt. He's participating in a like an officer exchange program. So he's been temporarily reassigned to work on this Klingon oh, ship. Terrible. And the Klingons are like, you're a puny human. You don't belong here. So this episode is all about Riker having to like prove himself to these Klingons that he's not intimidated by them. So like he had to beat one of them up a few minutes ago to prove that he was tough. And now he has to eat the worms because he has to prove that he's not pussy and that he'll mm-hmm. eat Klingon he'll eat Klingon worm food if that's what he want they want him to do. Et cetera, et cetera. It's all about Riker showing them that they that he's not uh intimidated by he's them. A badass. So it's a fraternity 
Mm, hazing and mm -hmm. yeah kind of i mean this is their food that they're not giving him like dog shit to eat like this is what they actually eat it's just gross to humans Mm -hmm. he's going for it though he's he's like dug in he's ready wrecker's a real like tough he's He's like a goer man wrecker's cool in this episode he doesn't take any shit these people it's a pretty good Riker episode for Mm -hmm. actually he gets to you know, show it his show his stuff in a way that he doesn't really get to do very often. Oh, to see his stuff, uh, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> oh, yep, she's ready. Oh yeah. <laughs> they want to do it with a human. Yeah, they're basically saying like Klingon sex has been known to like kill non Klingons. <laughs> so they're they're like, I wonder yeah. if I wonder if he would survive if I fuck his brain oh, yeah. out. Well, I mean, they. <laughs> Riker's like one or both. <laughs> he's like, I'll, he's, he's like, like, I'll, yeah, he's like, exactly. I'll fuck them, I'll fuck them both at once. You guys haven't them. heard about fuck them all, Riker, have you? You haven't heard. Yeah, they don't call me trombone for nothing, you know. <laughs> 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 oh, we hey man, heard. he'll okay. try anything once. My nickname at the academy was the trombone. <laughs> Tromboner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's better. Oh my god! Wow. Well, playing the guy he's talking to, that actor is the bad guy in Cobra. Oh really? I wondered if if these Klingons were like Klingons that we had seen before, or would no, no, none of them are. They're just standard one-off Klingons. Yeah. (laughs) Because they reuse a lot of. Yeah, eventually you'll get to see Klingons more than once in an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's going on back at the ship? Like something's wrong. So, that, so they, so there was some bacterial thing on the Klingon ship. Yeah. And the Benzite noticed it, but didn't yeah. say anything because he was trying to analyze it, and he hadn't done his full analysis yet. But he, so he didn't mention it, uh-huh. and it somehow spread to the Enterprise, so it's now attacking them. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're now trying to figure out what it is and how they can stop it. And... Is that why Jean Luc was like chastising him? Yes, and exactly. Just do your like, job, and he's like, you "Don't know. you know? You, it's your. You got to tell people shit, dude. If right. you figure something out." So he kind of got blasted. Just last night, because uh, we were just kind of clicking around looking for something to watch, Stan and I watched the episode from season seven that's called Lower Decks that they kind of used as a as a model for the cartoon. Sure. Do you remember that episode, Sean? Yes. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great it's, episode. Yeah, it's a really good episode, and it just it it reminded me of that moment because it's a lot about, like, Picard chastising the ensigns. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good episode, though. Picard's mean in it. Cool. But it turns out he was being mean to be nice. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta mean, be cruel to be kind. That's, that's what I do. After Picard, <laughs> you're not that cruel. Last night, so I've been reading Shakespeare to the boys. We read Romeo and Juliet, so I showed them the uh, Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet movie. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a good one. The actors in that movie like bathe in the river of ham. Like every performance in that movie is so over the top. 
Uh, I love that when it came out. It yeah, is. but it's all intentional. Like, I, I think that's intentional. I, I don't think it's aged that I mean, well. But... Baz Luhrmann. Really? I yeah. remember loving that movie. I, I do, have... too. Great I love that movie. It Amazing did... soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack. Leo and Leo at the height of his, his like, right, you know, right. I'm a gorgeous. I, was, like, I had a Leonardo DiCaprio calendar during that time. <laughs> the end really bugs me, and I'd forgotten how much it bugged me until I saw it again. Well, what? he didn't write it. Yeah, no, he did rewrite it because at the end, Juliet wakes up before Romeo kills himself. Uh, and had she just said Romeo and nothing would have happened, she watches him take the poison. Which but is I not how like, Shakespeare isn't wrote she's it. She's supposed to be too like fucked up to speak or something. No, like, she's like smiling at him. Uh-huh, she like okay. sees him. She smiles at him. She he like says a line. She her she's watching him this whole time, and doesn't say anything. Sounds like we're gonna have to have a rewatch. Yeah, mm. that'd be fun. Even even like I was watching it this morning, <laughs> because. Wyatt had fallen asleep, so he wanted to watch it. So he watched it this morning. I didn't say anything. The scene goes through. Wyatt goes, why didn't she say anything? <laughs> she's there. Like, all she has to do is say something. Now she's complicit. <laughs> well, she dies immediately afterwards. Well, yeah, she blows her brains out. Mm. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, have we figured out what our next movie is going to be? Uh, do we? We've got a long. That's a that's a long <laughs> way off. Still, oh, how not that long? Really is it? We're on... too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we'll just watch Cruel Intentions again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. Right. They intended to show the boys Titanic this weekend, but it didn't happen. So. Long it's on it's on stars, so I recorded it. But we didn't get a chance For to watch it. VHS, it was like two tapes. I was, I was watching there's a scene in that movie where he teaches her how to spit. Yeah. Off the side of the boat. <laughs> like how romantic. <laughs> I remember all the times when I was wooing Catherine. I took her and taught her how to spit. But she's a high-class lady. Yeah. She's never at... Are you saying my wife's not a high-class lady? No, I'm saying the whole point of that scene is that she's doing things she's never done before. At the beginning of your relationship, Catherine was already the better spitter of the (laughs) two. She had me how to spit. Nice. Yeah, I was saying you were a high class lady. <laughs> I'm a high class lady in the times in the theater. Yeah. She had You're to teach a... you how to touch yourself probably. I have not seen that movie since I saw it in the theater. Mm. I saw it once. Yeah. I want to watch it again because I was not impressed. And I've also no I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna take your 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 uh your advice, Matt. I'm gonna watch the Matrix trilogy and see if it has changed in my mind. I found okay. it's on all three of them are on HBO Max now. Yeah. So when I get a chance, I'm going to rewatch them. Whoa. Have you seen, have, have you shown the first one's not like your kids could see the first one, right? It's Don't you pretty think? Pretty violent. <laughs> yeah. But it's all like, it's all like 
video game by video I don't know. yeah maybe because it was weird because like john henry's favorite movie is fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw which has a shit ton of <laughs> gun violence and shooting yeah. and everything he loves it but then when we were watching romeo and juliet that is got really freaked out by yeah. any of the violence in that and wow. i don't know if it's because like violence and there's too real violence i guess Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Romeo and Juliet violence is more like realistic somehow than even though it's super stylized. Right. It's, yeah, it's more real than you know. It's those it. yeah. movies that are like that, like Fast and Furious, and and even The Matrix is just like they're so cartoony and that it all yeah, all the death seems. It's like watching GI Joe. You know, there's no blood. Right. When they get shot, they just fall over and vanish. Yeah, you know, no, they're like, there's no death. Real. It's just the body's just there. There's a weight and to it's just ro- it's just ro- it's yeah. just robots that he's killing. Yeah, you know, it's like. But I mean, it's your decision, obviously. I just well, it seems yeah. like it seems like John Henry. I knew that that about John Henry loving that Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. I remember talking to him about it after I watched it. So if they like, if he likes that, I mean, the Matrix is going to be sure right up his alley. You know, maybe yeah, we'll talk about it. That yeah, was wonder- a big conversation about t- showing him Titanic because it would be the first uh, nipple boob they've seen in mm-hmm. uh, cinematic history. Mm-hmm. See how that's, they would handle that. Yeah, that's a big. Uh, that's a eighties. What was, okay. the fir- what was the first n- nudity you you ever saw in a movie, and how old were you? Uh, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. You know? I can remember my my dad's best friend uh, was this guy named Pat, and Pat had a son named Chris who was my age, and so we would, and and so we were sort of like. Um, I like all these gender-neutral names. <laughs> Pat is a dad, and Chris is a son. Uh, they're all he-hems. Uh, and Chris is... So he was my age. And because my parent, my dad was friends with this guy, we were sort of forced to interact with each other, me and this kid, Chris. Sure. And I didn't really like Chris very much. He was kind of a, he was kind of a rough kid like you know he was a little bit of a troublemaker and I was very much a good little boy when I was a little boy and so but I remember one time I was I think I was spending the night at their house and her his mom gave him some money you know like five bucks or whatever and sent us to the local video store down the street so this would have and this would have been 83 or so so I would have been like nine or ten maybe pretty young Anyway, she, these people, I don't know what their deal was, but she had written a note and given it to him to give to the clerk at the store (laughs) saying saying that he was allowed to rent an R-rated movie and that they shouldn't prevent him from doing that if he wants to. It was like a permission slip almost. Uh So he, so we go to the video store and we rent uh, a movie called Zapped. Yes. Scott Baio. Scott Baio. Zapped starred Scott Baio and (laughs) Willie Ames. Yep. 
as uh -huh. high schoolers, Willie uh, Scott Bayo gets the power of telekinesis. like telekinesis, right? Yeah. He can move things with his mind, and they spend the whole movie using it to like make girls' bras like fly off their bodies yep. and shit, right? They just use it to look at naked girls, and that is the first time I can remember seeing like, like one of those kind of movies, like a sexy like like TNA kind of movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that's my story of my first time that I can remember. Kind of look up nudity and zapped right now. <laughs> it would have been about the same time. I was probably around nine. No, so it was like eighty four. That's bullshit. Why? What? Why is that? that? Parent controls on the spice. <laughs> <laughs> like the one time I tried to look up boobies on the internet and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, I just looked up zapped uh, on Wikipedia. And I did not remember this until just now looking at it. Merritt Buttrick from Star Trek. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Nice. We should watch Zapped for yeah. Our okay. Ooh. It's only it's down. only ninety eight minutes, you guys. Yeah, it was uh, quite, my perfect. favorite kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Same. And I haven't seen it in thirty plus years. So. I remember I had a <laughs> taped off of TV. Yes. Uh, zapped that I used to watch all the it time. Played on TV so, a lot. Imagine watching Zapped, but without the parts that. But without it... the nudity, like yeah. what's yeah. the point? I think it was, yeah. yeah. Without the nudity. Or just like on the Fox Channel, they would just show it as like the Sunday afternoon movie. Yeah, that's what it was. So like I recorded it. Yeah. Watch it all the time. Aaron, do you remember when you saw your first schlong on TV? Your first schlong? TV yeah. doesn't really happen. Not much. Not much. It's rare. It's rare. Mm -hmm. I think when uh, 84, I watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh-huh. Like nine, eight or nine, something like that. Yeah. My dad rented it, and we were supposed to close our eyes during the nudity. But... <laughs> I was giving it the, you know, hands over eyes with the fingers spread out. Yeah. There's you tricks, it in there's it. kid tricks for that. Yep. I remember there's boobies in uh, one of the vacation movies. It's like Bill National Manner. Lampoon. But yeah. Yeah. Beverly Angelo is topless for a short second or two. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, I, I remember another one. And European vacation. Right around the same time. There's this movie called um, Blue Thunder, which is about a helicopter. Uh, Roy Scheider. Yeah, Roy Scheider from Jaws is the star Jesus. of it. It's about it's about a high tech <laughs> helicopter and the guy who flies. Police it. It's, the, it's the movie that I that I think they then ripped off when they made Airwolf the TV okay. show. So it's all about Roy Scheider flying around killing bad guys with this high tech helicopter whatever i was into it because it was about a helicopter <laughs> but my i can remember my parents renting this movie and there was a sex scene in the movie roe scheider and whoever the female lead in that movie is and it made me very uncomfortable <laughs> and so i had i like i i covered my eyes voluntarily it wasn't my parents going cover your eyes i covered my eyes and told my mom like tell me when this scene is over i'm i'm not comfortable watching this love it and she was like it actually was fine you could have just kept your eyes open oh. <laughs> she was open minded about things <laughs> Not really, but for some reason that she was just like, actually, that was there was nothing in that scene. You would have been fine. Interesting. 
maybe she was more European. Um, I, I, I can't remember the first time, but I would, I would guess that maybe it was something like, um, not Goonies. What am I thinking? Porkies or, yes, that, that would attract Goonies. Or, no. yeah. on the end, yes. There is like, there is that weird scene in Goonies where he, the, the kid is looking at the porn Remember, like Corey yeah, Feldman, yeah, yeah, yeah. before they go before they go down into the caves, there's that scene where he's like looking looking at Playboys or whatever. Like, yeah. it's that same thing we keep talking about of like everyone was horny in the '80s, at like, and it was okay. Like, yeah. you could have movies where the horny, horny kids old brother was like yeah. a standard character yeah. in high school yeah. movies. Like, it's just weird <laughs> how horny everybody was in the 80s. I've been to it. The cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it might the be co- the cocaine. Might have been the cocaine. Wait a second. I thought cocaine made you, like, limp. No? Okay, no one's going to pick that up. They're like, I've it never done cocaine. I don't know what that cocaine you're digging. Candy Clark yeah. was the actress's name. I don't know who she is. Oh, uh, I recognize that name though. She's in uh, American Graffiti. She is in American Graffiti. You're right. You're good. That's my that's my booby story. What else you got? <laughs> nobody Jay? wants. Nobody else wants to go. Huh? I can't think of an initial time because they were just always around. Because I think because I had older siblings, so like I was basically raised on Porky. So. <laughs> Your older siblings were all uh, brothers. No, but oh. just just that there was just you know we had HBO and we had yeah just it was on. Well, I don't seeing boobies is not interesting if you're a girl, but and they don't even even the sexy movies don't didn't show penises very like, rarely. Just yeah. saying, like. It's not you can a, see a lot of female nudity, but not, yeah. not very much male nudity. Yeah. That no. really wasn't mm. pretty much zero male nudity growing up, probably, except for like maybe a butt here and there. Like uh, Ryan Phillippe's. That's yeah. why when you saw it, you were totally into it. Yeah, usually when it was a, a penis, it wasn't one you didn't want to see, like Harvey Luke, Harvey Keitel and Bad Lieutenant. That, do you remember that? Uh, Tom Cruise is r- rumored to be briefly naked, fully frontally naked, in a scene in All the Right Moves. I, I've, I, yeah, there. I mean, I know the scene. I didn't, yeah. I, the only reason I know this is because they they make a joke about it in Scream. There's a scene in Scream at the towards the beginning where uh, Rose McGowan is going to come over and spend the night at Nev Campbell's house. And she's like, well, rent videos. I hear if you freeze frame all the right moves, you can see Tom Cruise's dick. <laughs> like, so apparently, I don't even know if it's true or if it's just one of those like urban or, legend yeah. type thing. We should um, Let's watch that. I'll have yeah. correction you definitely now. get to see full frontal Leah Thompson in that. In that right. same scene. Mm-hmm. I remember my first cover my eyes was a scene in Dancing with Wolves. Uh huh. Dances with Wolves. Dance Dances with Wolves. Dancing. I covered my eyes, so I don't know 
what actually was. I think it was just like under the blanket stuff was happening. Uh, there, there's yeah. a scene where he's like they make a baby in the tent or in the mm-hmm. TV and the like chief and or what's his what's the uh, Graham Green is doing yeah. it with his wife mm-hmm. right next to him. He sort of freaks out and stares and then they start staring at him. Maybe that <laughs> was it. That's I don't think they showed anything, but they were just. I think I it was can't there. remember. Yeah, I've only. I doubt it because I think that movie was. I think that had to have been. Yeah, I remember side boob in that movie, but I got to. <laughs> but then, airplane. Sure. Like so much crazy stuff happening, and then randomly, like yeah, boobs, boobs pop up in the middle of the scene. Jiggle past the screen. Going crazy. Yep. They're like, Zoinks? Yep. I'm like, all right. That was back it's when you could have boobs in a PG movie. Oh, yeah. The good old days. <laughs> uh, well, these days are still pretty good, uh, other than everything about 20. Other than everything? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, just if you take other all of that away, we're everything. living in a pretty good society. You know, we've got the internet. Up with like highly violent films but like you know just some fun yeah. in a film it's like oh it's like i wish it was a little more titties and less sure yeah i agree anti-violence don't you want more yeah. dongs Aaron? i think Do you want more dongs more shifted the other yeah. yeah um i don't really care if i see <laughs> a movie it's not really what i'm I, yeah, I've never imagined that's the part of the male physique any woman yeah. desires to see. Except for, I remember once when I was uh, in Vegas and it was like a bachelor, bachelorette joint thing. And the bachelorettes all went to go see the Thunder from Down Under. Mm-hmm. Do they go fully frontal? They do not. They only go down to G-strings. And I said to one of the women, one of our friends, I won't name names, <laughs> and asked her, well, do you really want to see that? <laughs> and she said vehemently, yes. Oh. Okay, well. Uh, All right. Some, some cool. To each his own, you. you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, what about you, Matt? Would you want to see more dongs on TV? I'm pro oh, dong okay. on TV. Right. You're, you're pro dong on TV. Is that what I heard? Yeah. D- does it yeah. matter for equality's sake? If yeah. for no sure. other reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that. Do you find dong strange as well, Matt? Or do, do, has it become sort of like commonplace? Or not? Maybe, maybe that's not the right word. Like, mm, I oh. mean, I've had one my whole life. So <laughs> sure. Yeah, we, most of us I'm have. Pretty Body comfortable strange. with it. Yeah. You know, generally yeah. speaking. Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise like, and Tia yeah. Thompson are pretty naked in this yeah. photograph. Nice. Well, I like the idea of just, like, casual nudity mm-hmm. just for its own sake. So I'll say yes. Let's get some dongs out on the TV. <laughs> Let's even the playing field. Women have been getting naked on screen for a long, lot longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just for, just for equality's sake, it should yeah. be... Well, I mean, well, given that, then Tom Cruise is... Game uh, of Thrones had some dogs. That was... Yeah. It was nice to see representation on, mm-hmm. in medieval times. Are, are you sending me some dongs on the chat here? It's not dongs. It's just a picture of Tom Cruise and Leah they're Thompson. Busted. They're not actually... They're not naked in the picture, but... 
you can tell they're probably naked in real life when they took this picture. No, they've got Merkins on. Yeah, they this might. Is, yeah, this is the. That looks like the. 80s. Uh, how's about some quick correction corner? The episode ended. It did. We weren't paying attention. No. Nope. I don't know what happened. No. Nope. <laughs> Assuming Riker was able to prove his, his worth to the mm. Klingons. Yep. Yeah. Everybody lived happily happened. ever after. There's a lot of red lighting. It was all good. Everything's good. <laughs> Play the jingle, Jake. War, 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 war. We're Recommendations. I thought we were doing Corrections Corner. Corrections Corner. So I've been listening before we start. I've been listening to the Save by the Bell podcast. And yeah. they're ripping off our name. They have, they're starting their own Corrections Corner. And I'm not sure if I should call them out on it or not. I'm not sure that How we can go about doing that. that. Like, I don't, term. Yeah, I don't think that that's a, a term that we can claim yeah. we invented. If they start playing Mingo, though. Maybe yeah. I'll offer if they them. start playing Mingo, then we're going to court. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> All right. Uh, play Jingle, Jake. <laughs> Just pretend that I played the correct one. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I want to play the recommendation jingle and Mm. then play corrections jingle. (laughs) Okay, we're playing corrections corner now. Corrections corner. Corrections. We haven't done corrections corner in a while. These are corrections for Star Trek II: The Wrath of. And there aren't a lot of them because we mostly spent that entire two episodes uh, just just fangirling over how wonderful the movie was and what an enjoyable time it was to be watching it. So we didn't actually say a lot that needed correction. So I can do these relatively quickly. The Infinity Mirror in Spock's quarters. Sean said his dad had one. Uh, Grandfather, yeah had an infinity mirror i didn't know how an infinity mirror worked so i looked it up do you guys know how they work two-way one-way mirror something like that it's two mirrors that are placed parallel to each other and then like one of them is is like a one-way mirror yeah so you can see into it and then but and it just because the light is because the two mirrors are facing each other, the light just keeps bouncing back back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, and it makes it it gives it that like sort of endless depth look to it. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I like to put it up to my law. <laughs> yeah. That'll even the playing field. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't know. That is cool. cool. Considering I've seen that movie. Are they expensive? It seems like they'd be expensive. No, uh, I don't I think they're expensive. That's how much they would be to buy. But it, I mean, it's just two mus- two mirrors pointing at each other. It, I mean, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe it wouldn't be that expensive. <laughs> but considering how many times I had watched that movie, it had never occurred to me, like, how does that work? You know? So, yeah. But now yeah. we all know. I see a three-way to hell, uh, sorry, a way to hell 3D infinity mirror on Etsy for 90 bucks. So they're not outrageously expensive. Infinity mirror, authentic and original 1970s, $4,800. Well, sure. If you want to go vintage, you're going to be paying extra. Yeah, we don't need roadside antique show. Yeah. I see some here, fifty bucks, sixty bucks, ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. 
All right, then I know what you guys are getting me for Christmas. <laughs> I definitely need to get one in the studio. Whenever we're back in the studio, yeah. we'll have to get an infinity mirror and hang it up in the studio. I need to go to TJ Maxx. Right next to the gecko. Yep. We talked about B.B. Bash, who played Kirk's girlfriend, Baby Mama, uh, in Star Trek Two. Sean said she's in Steel Magnolias, because I had asked what else was had she been in. He, he said she's in Steel Magnolias. Her character's name is Belle Marmillion. She, and I said, oh, that must be the woman who cooks, who bakes the groom's cake that's in the shape of an armadillo in, that, in the wedding scene in that movie. But I was wrong. That's a different character. Belle Marmillion is the character that Dolly, that Dolly Parton says to Sally Field, I don't like that Belle Marmillion. I don't trust any woman who does her own hair. It's not natural. It's just a little, like, joke in the movie as they're standing around at the wedding. That's who B.B. Besh played, was the character they're talking about. <laughs> they're talking I don't think she even has any lines in the That's movie. That's it. <laughs> awesome. I knew that was keeping everyone up at night, so I wanted yes. to make sure I got that, I got that one in. Um, speaking of B.B. Besh, Aaron, there's a scene at the end of Star Trek II where B.B. Besh comes onto the bridge and you you said she has a very deep clavicle. And <laughs> we made a couple of jokes about how you could open a beer bottle off of that thing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the thing that you were talking about was not her clavicle. The clavicle is the shoulder bone. It's the bone that, that connects, you know. Your shoulder joint to the top to the bottom of your neck, right? It goes across your shoulders. Clavicle goes to the shoulder bone. That is the clavicle. What you were talking about was a suprasternal notch, (laughs) which is the notch that is formed at the neck, where the two clavicle bones sort of come together. Uh, That's called suprasternal (laughs) notch. Oh, it's like that V there. Interesting. And I will show you a picture now of B.B. Besh from that scene in the movie, and you can see her prominent supersternal <laughs> knot. Yes. It doesn't roll off the tongue as well as clavicle. Those are prominent. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The supersternal notch. We couldn't remember what year Nightmare on Elm Street was. It came out in 1984. Uh, May in that episode said at the end, as a joke, she said, I'm never coming back. Uh, so the correction is she did continue. To come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leonard Nimoy, we talked about how Leonard Nimoy directs, uh, directed Star Trek Three and then Star Trek Four. And then Three Men and a Baby. And those three movies in a row kind of turned him into, briefly, into like a pretty big-time movie director. Um, But we couldn't remember what other movies he directed besides those three. And the reason is because they're all terrible, and you've never (laughs) heard of them. He made those three movies that were all hits, and then he made three movies that were disastrous flops, and then he never directed again. He directed a movie in 1988 called The Good Mother, which stars Diane Keaton. It looks like it's sort of a Kramer versus Kramery uh, custody battle type movie. He directs a movie in 1990 called What About Love, which stars Gene Wilder. 
That and sounds in 19, interesting. And in 1994, he directs a movie called Holy Matrimony, which stars Patricia Arquette and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Wow. <laughs> and, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt's a little kid. I was going to say, he's a kid in that movie. And the premise of the movie is that she marries him. Oh. Like, she's a... Um, She's like a thief, and she hides out in Amish country. It's supposed to be a fish-out-of-water comedy, I think. But the picture is of full... I'm sending you a picture of the poster here. The picture is a fully-grown Patricia Arquette wearing a bridal veil and a 10-year-old <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt standing, you do it the standing other way. next to her at the bridal, you know, at the altar. Yeah... Very strange. Directed by Leonard Nimoy. Interesting. Would you think that was like his uh, his young boy dream? Wow, what a weird poster. No, I think it was just a terrible bad idea for a movie. Uh -huh. and Hollywood is full of terrible bad ideas for movies. Yeah. I'm sure they thought it was hilarious. He's 12. He has to marry a lady. Mm. You know, <laughs> but it was not. <sighs> Anyway, after that, he stopped directing entirely because uh, all three of those movies, uh, I think, pops. <laughs> Has anyone watched any of those three movies? I don't think so, yeah. I've no, never seen any I had never heard of any of them. I kind of remember Funny About Love, which is some kind of Gene Wilder um, romantic comedy, but I've never mm. seen it. But I remember the poster. Uh, so that was uh, Nimoy as director. And then I think he just figured, you know what? Directing movies is hard. Why can I? I could just stay home and count my money <laughs> and take artsy photos of naked ladies. Which is what he did. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Most of the rest of his life. Well, if you need volunteers, Aaron, I'm here for you. Okay. We talked about how many Rocky movies there are. Sean said there were six Rocky movies and two Creed movies, and that is correct. Thank so, you correct, very the much. The correction is that Sean was right. <laughs> Even though a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> You're not broken, Sean. And that's the end of Corrections Corner. All right. Yeah. Hey, Hey, I got a, a recommendation slash corrections corner. Oh, well, we've, we've played both. Played both, played both, both jingles at once. At this point. So go right ahead. Make a new jingle. <laughs> now you can have mash up both jingles and right. play them simultaneously. I'll sing one, you sing Correction, the other. Correction, war, war. Correction. Recommendation. Corner. <laughs> I love so it. So a few weeks ago, Matt, in his recommendations, recommended that you not watch a movie called Last Christmas. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I watched it. Uh -huh. And I gotta I say, it. I found it charming. Oh, Yay! no. That's... Holding. That's... Uh, I did not... I, I gotta say, I, I, the yeah. parts you didn't like, I, I can agree with. Uh, Emma Thompson's you character. The twist, right? Because I, I didn't know the twist. You. I didn't know the twist, and the twist is dumb. The twist is so dumb. And makes no sense because the the rules of the universe don't make any sense. Okay, you didn't think that she was terrible, the girl. I did not like that performance. Uh oh, dragons. Yeah, yeah I, she's I, better at that than she. I is. like the progression of where she started, and Michelle Yeoh was awesome. 
Yeah, she's barely in it, but sure, she's good. The soundtrack is amazing because I mean, it's all George Michael and Wham music. Yeah, they 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 particular. I think part of the problem is is that my favorite George Michael song is "Heal the Pain," which is prominently figured throughout the whole movie. Nice. Um, That's a good thing. Well, I'll be the tiebreaker. I'll watch it this week. I will let you know my findings. I will agree with you that the soundtrack is good. And that's about as far as you and I are going to see common ground on that. Well, I, you know, look, I, you know me, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit. So I am too. I'm, I understand. I'm, I'm not saying that you're. Who, I, I, will, I will defend Love Actually and be, a lot of people hate oh, I, I love I that movie. Actually, it's garbage. I hate that. <laughs> I, will, I, will def- I will defend Love Actually along with you. I but this movie makes Love Actually look like Citizen Kane. Uh, yeah, I it's mean, not, I've got to watch it. I'll let you know what I think. The funny thing is, we won't spoil the twist so you can right. watch. Let us know what you I'll think. I'll try to catch it. Didn't this we week. talk about it on the show? We did. We did. But, but you didn't. You only broke. You only spoiled it to me. Oh, I, I told it, you the twist later. Yeah, we were okay, like, I was, like, like, I don't was talking at that point in time. You didn't spoil and it did on the show. Did you watch it with Catherine? I did. She liked it too. She liked she it did, too. And, and we, she figured out the twist. Uh huh. But it didn't bother her. She was just along with she it. She liked it too, huh? Yep. All right. Well, on the Is poster the twist it says George Michael's gay. <laughs> yes, that's the twist. <laughs> Was that really a twist? Uh, on the poster, it says the story by Emma Thompson and someone else, and screenplay by Emma, Emma Thompson, Thompson is terrible in it. She's 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 bad. Did she I, it no, no. Yeah. she just wow. wrote it. That's her character crazy. is very racist, or I don't know. I even, but it's pretty. It's almost a caricature. Like yeah. I can't even believe they got away with. It's pretty caricature of an Eastern European person. I mean, it's it's like it's like blackface almost. It's just, mm. just like how are you even doing that yeah. right now? Like, so, what platform would I find this? Uh, I, I got it on, it on HBO Max. HBO Max. That's where I saw it. Okay. It was on HBO. All right. I'll try to. Do okay. Some I mean, that's not right, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start a fight or anything. I don't, you know, the taste is taste. I just wanted yeah. to let you know. I, 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 now I will say this: had I not gotten a a warning to not watch it, uh-huh. <laughs> I might have thought not differently. So but I had very low expectations for Ooh, the film, which might have bolstered its opinion in my head. But I, I enjoyed it. So maybe I undersold it, and you it ended up being better than you're very you're already very right. Wrong. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so well, that's my fault. I, I can have... I can take that. I'll take that as maybe that's why I liked it a little bit more. But I enjoyed it. It might be on Redbox, or I can uh, maybe see if I can download it and bring it over for you, Erin, uh, when I drop by for those uh, mic stands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you got to get your rom com sure, in. I'm sure you can rent it for. Four or five bucks on. I'm Amazon sure it's Prime. on Prime, yeah, or iTunes. Or... Uh, it, was, it, it was a it was a huge flop, so it's not like it's going to be expensive to rent. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a couple of recommendations. I've been watching. Uh, Q. Do you guys know the show QI? The Brit. It's like a British like game show. We talked about this on the show before. I don't think so. I never okay. heard of it. It's a, it's uh 
it's like a British game show, but they don't they're called they call them chat shows because there really is no much of a game and there's no like prizes or anything for winning. It's like a panel show. So the premise of QI is QI stands for quite interesting. And so it's Stephen Fry is the host of it. And he just has like every week he has like four comedians on and they talk about very he asks some questions. And it's sort of a quiz show, but really it's just an excuse for them to sort of make jokes and be funny. And and you learn some stuff, too, along the way. It's anyway, it's very good. Um, I have been watching. I've been binging my way through QI. Uh, Is it pretty academic. Netflix pretty... Or... Uh, it is on Amazon Prime. Okay. Is where I've been watching it. And. The other show like that that I've been watching uh, is called Only Connect, which is another British uh, game show where – oops, I typed that in the wrong box. I was going to send you a link. Only Connect is a game show where they have, uh, I mean, literally the nerdiest people on you've ever seen in your entire life. And they have to, like, solve puddle puzzles by figuring out what? how things are connected oh, to each other. They got a Kevin Bacon it. Yeah, so like the like a really easy one would be like they would show them uh like Star Wars. Like the first clue would be Star Wars and the second clue would be Empire Strikes Back and then the third clue the like the answer would be Return of the Jedi, right? You have to like figure out the pattern um to whatever the clues are and I like that a lot too. That I've been watching on YouTube because somebody uploaded like seasons and seasons worth of it on YouTube, which I'm sure is illegal. Highly illegal. Mm -hmm. But I guess the BBC doesn't care or hasn't noticed because there's like there's like dozens of episodes on YouTube. So I've been watching that too. Mm. So I'm I'm in a British quiz show mood yeah. these days lately. I think QI would appeal to me. Yeah, QI is really good. It's funny and it's smart and uh, and but they do make you go, God, Americans are stupid. Because he, <laughs> he asks them hard questions and they know the answers. And it's like, oh, right. We have a terrible educational system in this country. I don't know. I mean, there was that uh, controversy about the game show, the quiz show that was all like, you know, they it was faked and it was like they were fake. No, no, no. Answers. This is not that kind of show. Uh -huh. This is like they know like – history and not just british history like they know american history sometimes they'll ask them the questions about america and they know all of those things too you know they know who like andrew johnson's vice president was and shit like that like they're just they just have a higher level of education. they're better than us they're better than <laughs> us <laughs> Why don't you just go over there if you think they're so great man god i if i could i would if i could Speaking of EVC shows, they're releasing new episodes of uh, British Baking Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those have been really good. I haven't watched the second one yet, uh, but I watched last week's, the first episode. It was terrific. Yeah, they filmed so it happy. quarantine. Yeah, it's interesting how they're doing it because they've got them all in lockdown. Oh, okay, so it's kind of current. Yeah, and they, like, they, like hired, they rented a hotel, like the entire hotel, oh. so that they put them up uh, in their own bubble <laughs> keep them in the bubble yeah. while they were taping the show That's cool. mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. so it's it was it's been really good i like that show so much it's so comforting 
Yeah, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's our recommendation. Thanks for the tips. Yeah, Bake Off is great. Netflix. Yay. Do you think we could ever get warped to the that place where people are like, oh, that's such a comforting show to listen to? No. <laughs> I think it is comforting to listen mm. to. Well, thank well, you, Matt. That's why I feel like quite interesting is like maybe more structured and maybe more like, but I just like chatting with my buds, you know? Well, yeah, that's the sure. whole point of warped. Yeah. Like if we wanted to, we could we could we could invent you know segments <laughs> that we could do. You know, like now it's twenty minutes in, so now's the time when we talk about this. Yeah. But like that would sort of go against yeah the, yeah the vibe of our show, I think. Yeah, super cash. Yeah, keep it cash. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Me too. Put yeah. a button on it. Yeah. Thank you all very much for listening. Please follow us on, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast, at Warped the Podcast, on Twitter at Warped Trek. You can follow me at Host Warped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. You can get our merch at Instagram on Instagram at lunar underscore flare and you can become a patron at patreon.com slash warped for additional content and bonus materials. Thank you all very much for listening. Aaron, next week is next episode is a whoopee episode. I know because I checked the next, sure I to do homework for the this. Whoopee chart. The next two episodes are both whoopee oh, episodes. Oh, she's in both of them? Yep. <gasps> are you going to do both? Are you going to do two yeah. intros in a row? Yep. Shit, I guess so. <laughs> of my word. That's yeah. what we like to call a teaser for next time. <laughs> Double lender. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Aaron. Min-min. And I'm.